0: I trust you all had a wonderful, wonderful rest last night. Peaceful sleep, yes. Yes. Refreshed this morning. Because your spirit man actually feeds energy to your natural man. It does. Because the Lord is your strength. That means His inner strength fills you into your natural strength. There's a reason why when I'm cycling I say I've got Elijah legs. Because there's a, there's a place with an anointing with the life of God that can be super on your natural. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Why don't you just say to somebody, one or two people around you, I'm glad you're in church this morning. And then you may be seated. Hallelujah. You may be seated.
1: Hallelujah.
0: Well, it's good to have you all here today. It's good. Some of you come from nearby. Some of you come from far away. Either way. You found your way. Yes. <laughs> Hallelujah. And so, you know, uh, there's a team of people that work with Brother Jerry. And uh, it's a team that I've become very close to. We flow with Brother Jerry. We go with him wherever he goes. And um, so Tony, you'll hear from him this afternoon. He's going to share his testimony. It's a very, very powerful testimony. And I'm looking forward to hearing from him. And uh, Brother Joe will be here this afternoon, but this morning we're going to hear from Eric. And Eric has been uh, in the ministry, actually, for about 25 years, Eric. And uh, he was he was serving as an associate pastor in a ministry in, in America for a long time. And then the Lord uh, directed him and his wife, Nikki, and to come and minister with Brother Jerry and serve Brother Jerry. And so he's been traveling around with Brother Jerry a lot and And, uh, well, whatever the Lord's got on his heart, it's gonna be good and it's awesome. He has the same spirit of faith, so you don't have to try and navigate where he's going. He's gonna go where faith goes. So open your hearts to what the Lord has to say through Brother Eric, and welcome him to the pulpit. Brother Eric. Thank you.
2: Good morning, everybody. Everybody good? Are you happy? All right. Well, let's do this before we get started. Uh, can I ask you to stand again? Is that okay? And I hadn't done this in a while, so that maybe I'm doing this for myself. I don't know. But take your Bible and, and hold it in the air or your iPad that has your Bible. And hold it in the air. Wave it around. Give the devil a migraine headache. And say this. This is, my Bible. this is my Bible, it's God's Bible. Word to me, I can have what it says I can have, I can do what it says I can do, and I am what it says I am. Today I'm a believer, I am a believer. Therefore, I'm a therefore I'm a receiver, and I do believe, I believe that, I that I will receive absolutely you. everything absolutely. that God has for me today in Jesus' name. And amen. say amen, amen. And you may be seated. Thank you. Hallelujah. Now I know you're all very good listeners, but I like a little verbal response from you. Is that okay today? Yes. Maybe an amen. amen. Maybe an oh my. Oh my. Maybe an ouch. <laughs> <laughs> but let's just have fun. There's freedom in this place today. Amen. I want to talk a little bit today about Brother Jerry's prophetic word in 2023, the year of the maximum, the highest level attainable. And I'm going to go in a different direction than uh, what you may hear him go, but if you were here last time when I was here, I talked a little bit about my sports background and I played basketball and baseball. I know cricket's a big sport, uh, but we played basketball. And, and so I grew up doing that, baseball. And I, I was very good at a lot of sports and athletics. And I was privileged to be a part of a state championship basketball team in high school where we won the state championship. And uh, a lot of times you don't get that even that opportunity growing up, but I was able to do that. And uh in the semifinal game I had 35 points and seven three-pointers. Y'all know what the three-point line is? Okay, basketball, you have a round ball with a hoop and a net. Are you with me? Okay. So the three-point line actually came out when I was in 8th grade. And my coach came to me and said, "Hey, I see you shooting from way outside the basket." And uh, just to so you, you let you know, next year, they're doing a three-point line. It's, it was 19 feet, 6 inches from the basket. And so I began to practice that. Well, as an eighth grader, you don't really have the strength to bring the ball up and, and flip it. You know, that's, how, that's the form. So I had to push it from my, from my uh, belly, kind of. And, and I used this hand. And so it was kind of like this from, from here. And as an eighth grader, I played for the high school basketball team. As an eighth grader, well, in my ninth grade year, that's when we won the state championship, and I had 35 points uh, in the semifinal game, and I had 28 points in the state championship game, and we won the state championship. You know, there's big write-up in the paper and all this, and and uh, well, then uh, our school closed, and so I transferred over to the the big high school in town, and. Um, I began to work with a shooting coach. And the coach would teach me. There were some things I was doing. It was good. I was was a good shooter. If you score 35 points, you're, you're pretty good. But there were some tweaks that this coach wanted to make to my form so that the fundamentals of the mechanics, if you will, would be consistent. And so we would get, we would start under the basket, very close to the basket, maybe five feet. And I would take the ball and the first thing you you had to do is put the ball out on your fingertips. And so I put it out on my fingertips like this and bring it up to here. And this is a window, you want your elbow out like this. This is a window. And I'm going somewhere with this, just so you know. (laughs) There's a window there where you could see with your eye, I could see the ball. And I could see the goal and where I was shooting. So I bring it up like this and flip it. And so what you're doing is you're working on your release. And everything's in this right here in the release. The reason why the ball's on the fingertips because c- you can f- get more feel on the fingertips. You don't want it out in your palm. Because if it's in your palm, then, you're, then you're, the rest of your hand can flick it like that. You don't want that. You want the feel on your fingertips. So I'd, and I'd release it. And then I'd release it. And then I'd release it. And then... I would step back five more feet, and I would do the same thing, and I would release it, and I would release it. And then this hand would come to the ball just to be a guide to the ball. And so this hand would just hold the ball, and then the ball comes out of this hand. One thing that I was doing wrong that the coach showed me was, I was when I was it, my thumb on the opposite hand would go like this, and it would create a side spin, which would create inconsistencies. And so that's the, for, one of the first things that he had to break the habit of inconsistency with my form, with my technique. But every single time that I came in the gym, I started in the same spot, right underneath the basket, five feet from the basket, working on the form every time, over and over and over and over again. And then I would move back, and then I would move back farther, and then he would say, "Okay, now I just want you to, when you shoot it, I only want you to swish it, so don't touch the rim." And so what that means is you had to, you had to create a little higher arch on the ball so that it would come down through the hoop, and then that would be over and 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 over again and again. So I didn't come in the gym. So in my later years of life, my son gets to where he's in high school now. And uh, I'm coaching his basketball team. I would watch these kids come in the gym. And uh, they would come in the gym. They would shoot half-court shots. They would come in the gym. They would shoot three-pointers. And I just thought, ay, ay, ay. There's, 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 they're starting from way back, but they don't have the fundamental consistency. So therefore, they're going to be inconsistent, which will create a lack of confidence because of their inconsistencies. And so if we're going to go higher in 2023, yes, amen. number one, that's a choice. You choose to go higher. God can't make you go higher. He can't make you go to the highest level, but you choose to. And if you say yes to God, then you're saying yes to his ways. And Jesus said, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. The Amplified says God's way of doing and being right. God has a way. It's the kingdom of God. And when you come in the kingdom of God, you begin to learn his ways. And they are different from our ways. Isaiah 55 says that my ways are higher or better than your ways. My thoughts are higher than your thoughts. And so for me to go higher, then I've got to come up to the way that God thinks and the way that God does things. Because he does things in a completely different way than we do. Like the world says, if you want to get, or if you, then, then you, we have a phrase, get all you can, can all you get, and sit on the can. <laughs> get all you can, can all you get, and sit on the can. That's the world's ways. It's climb over people to get to get to the top. No matter what that takes, it's do whatever it takes to do that. But God says, if you want to get, then you must give. Well, that's a different way, yes. completely different from our world's culture and the way that, our, that the world teaches us. We're born into this world. But Brother Jerry read that scripture last night. It said, don't be so well adapted to the culture that you fit into it without even thinking. And see what we need to get to as the body of Christ, and maybe you're there. But in order to go higher, you must have a great foundation. I said, in order to go higher, you must have a great foundation. That foundation creates a consistency in your life where you won't have so many ups and downs and ins and outs. You know, as I travel with Dr. Savell, he is the most consistent man that I know. And the same is true for most of you know for all of our team. And there are people that aren't going up and down emotionally. Why? Because they've learned the proper technique and the form of God's ways. Are you getting this? Yes. It's very good. And so for us to go higher, then we must be very consistent in the fundamental things of God's ways. Like we don't leave the scriptures, we don't leave the word of God. We don't leave prayer out. Those things are a necessity in our life. And so when we get revelation from the Holy Spirit, it is added to the foundations, the doctrines that were taught not to replace these things, but the Holy Spirit has given us new revelation all the time. But they're to add to the, the foundation of not to replace. And so that creates a consistency. Yes. I was with Dr. Savelle, and we were we we're flying across the country. And we had gone to Charleston, South Carolina. We had gone to North Carolina, and then we flew to Alabama for a morning service, and then flew to Louisiana for a night service. Well, you're flying around. You're in and out of hotels. Uh, you can be tired. And so I just, I watch him, you know, and I, here's my prayer. As I'm traveling with him, Lord, let him draw on my strength. I know he's God's strength, but the, the, the youth, the, I'm still young, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and so we get there, and I'm tired. I'm thinking, well, I could get a quick nap. It's 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Service starts at 6. 6. And so we get in there, take his shoes off, still on the couch. Dr. Savell goes in the back room. And I hear from back there this noise. He was back there walking the floor, praying in tongues, praying in the Holy Ghost. Getting God's word for that service. Now, that's a man that's probably preached 10,000 sermons, right? I mean, he could preach at the drop of a hat, and if he had to, he could drop his own hat and preach, right? (laughs) Preached a lot of sermons. Uh, He's not not a novice that paces back and forth. (laughs) Oh, Lord, please, you know, help me, help me, help me. (laughs) But here he was for this group of people getting God's word for them. Another time we were, we had gone to, uh, we had done a service Wednesday night. We had gone to Brother Copeland's victory campaign in Washington, D.C. That was Thursday, Friday. We flew out Saturday afternoon after he had preached to uh, Philadelphia, Sunday morning there, Chinese uh, restaurant, (laughs) restaurant. And <laughs> some of the pastors in their favorite places. But anyway I will take you to our favorite Chinese restaurant. Oh boy. <laughs> Do you have a Chili's anywhere? Is there a <laughs> So anyway, we eat at the Chinese restaurant, we fly to uh, Baltimore for a Sunday night service. We get to the hotel. It's about 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Oh, we're so sorry. Your room's not ready. What? You know, it's, it's the schedule. And so I'm tired. And so I'm thinking, again, if I could just get to the room, I'll get him in his room, get to the room, and rest before. And so I said to so I'm thinking, that's what he's thinking. <laughs> so I get his luggage, and I, and I Take it to the room. I said, all right, Brother Jerry, hey, uh, get some rest. He said, oh, no. He said, I got to get God's word for these people. And I'll be honest. When I heard it say that, oh, great. How am I going to go back to my room now and take a nap when this man, who's slightly older than me, <laughs> huh? I mean, I'm younger than his daughters, and I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> and he's saying, uh-uh, no, no not time for it. i got to get, get God's word. There is a discipline and a consistency.
1: That's right. it's safe.
2: It's safe. And I, I'll tell you this, there is a faith in discipline where you don't feel like doing something but you do it anyway and if you do it by faith and by love those things can help build your spiritual muscles so that's what i was doing when i was in the gym and i would come in there and i would do this what was what was i doing as i was building my uh muscle memory So that when I got into an athletic event, it wasn't so much this thought process up here, it was muscle memory from having done it so many times, so many times, so many times. And that's the difference between the people that operate at the highest level of faith and the ones that don't. If there's a discipline, there's a consistency. Are you with me? Is this too hard for you already? Okay. All right, First Samuel chapter 17. So I've grown in that. You know, and over the years, you, uh, as you are growing in your relationship with the Lord, and you're spending time with Him in the mornings, and, and we're all growing. You know, we're all at different places, but, but we're all going to the same place. That's the great thing I loved about, I love being a part of a team. That's why I love this team.
1: Because
2: <laughs> I love being a part of a team. I don't want to be a, a lone ranger out, out by myself. Those are the people that the devil picks on because you're isolated. So he walks around like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. And it's those, it's those sheep that are isolated off from the pack. You know, but if you'll stay in the group, you'll stay in the pack and follow the shepherd. Yeah. Oh, yes. That's right. That's right. What's amazing to me, <laughs> I'm on a little rabbit trail here. What's amazing to me is how many people will listen to a worldly coach teach them mechanics of a sport That's not eternal, but won't listen to their pastor. Let me come over here. I'm hoping hoping that there's somebody that loves when the pastor speaks the word because they're good, they're marked for, for soil, they're good ground, where the word can produce in their life and take them to a higher level. Some 30, some 60. And some a hundredfold. That's what the word will do in our life. See, my mom always kept me grounded in sports. She she always said to me, "Only what's done for Christ will last." You remember that all your days. That only what's done for Christ will last.
1: <laughs>
2: Thank you, Pastor. You know they say that when you come back the second time that you're a family. So I don't want to be like a like an ugly step cousin to you. You know, <laughs> it's too late. Okay. I mean, I'll take it. First Samuel seventeen, verse four, and a champion went out from the camp of the Philistine named Goliath, from Gath, whose height was six cubits and a span. And it goes on to talk about his stature, you know, how big he was, how, how, how excellent of a warrior he was. He was a champion. In the sports world, a championship is the highest level attainable. Now, I was not only part of a championship in high school, but I brought this out. This is my national championship ring, United States of America, 1994 national champs, collegiate basketball. We got these rings, and why well, I put this away in a box? Because I wasn't going to be one of those guys that lived in the past, the, the old glory days, because there were still great days ahead of me. Amen. That was kind of my, my theme. Well, when I got to Texas, I, I, I pulled this out of the box, and I set it on my desk because I wanted to remind myself, it was a reminder that, you know, I had achieved a high level. Yeah. And Miss Carolyn did the greatest thing for me, the most thoughtful thing. I would have never thought of this, but she went and bought one of those glass cases, and she put a basketball in it, and then she took my ring and put it in a ring case and put it all in the case and put it up on my shelf. Isn't that, isn't that so cool? She, she made a plaque saying really 1994 cool. national oh, champions. That's pretty cool. And so I, I brought this here. To show that, you know, this was a, in the world's eyes, this is the, in sports, this is the highest level attainable right here. What this represents is winning. Winning. In the body of Christ, we need to get better accustomed to winning. It becomes a part of our who we are. It's it's a can I say this term? It becomes a spiritual muscle memory. Yes. That we this is this is how we respond. This is this is what we say. Because we've received the words of God, the ways of God, the ways of the kingdom of God, and we begin to operate in them. Yes. That's what takes us higher. People say, Well, what's, what's been your success in business? I've done the word. Sorry if that's not, you know,
1: enough.
2: <laughs> good enough for people, but I've just, I saw it in the Word, S- said give, and it be given unto you, good measure pressed down. So we not only began to give personally, but we began to give out of our business because we want our business to be blessed. Hallelujah. We didn't split hairs over gross uh, check or net check. We just gave and believed God, Hallelujah. and God's been faithful. And every year we've had our best year ever. Since we've moved to Texas, I left a business in, in Michigan a thousand something miles away and we've had our best year ever since moving to Texas four years in a row. What is that? Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, God's ways of doing and being right. And God's faithful. He says when you do things like that, that you'll receive in this life a hundredfold, in this life. That's a high level of attainability. That's going high. And that's what we're doing. And let's all go there together. The same God that I serve is the same God that you serve. And we're going higher together. And so this champion, I looked up this word, it means one who stands in behalf of an army. This champion means, the word means, one who stands in behalf of this army. And he's coming out on behalf, in behalf of the Philistine army. And God's people just sit there. And nobody does anything. And it even says, in a couple of translations, that they were dreadfully afraid. But here comes David along. And David says, who's going to do something about this guy? And he calls him an uncircumcised Philistine. And, and, and one part of it, he, he says, and I will, something to him, the word him meant, meant that he was calling him a common man. Like he was reducing the stature of what everybody else was seeing because David knew his covenant with God. Yeah. He knew he had a covenant with God. Yeah. Here's the mistake of a lot of the body of Christ, maybe nobody in here. But they have their faith way out, way up. I'm believing I'm going to be on the peak of that mountain. And as they sit there, looking at the mountain, oh, I'm, I'm believing I'm going to be on the peak of that mountain. Well, I just see myself on, on the peak of that mountain. Woo, yes, glory, glory be <laughs> When I get on the peak of that mountain, yeah. that's when everything's going to change for me. Oh, the peak of that mountain. Woo! Jesus! <laughs> Instead of taking a step toward the mountain. Yes. Right. Come on now. Tell the truth. And reaching up to the first level at the bottom of the mountain. Yes. And taking the next reach up at the next level of the mountain. There's a Old saying in, in uh, corporate, you know, jargon. It says, how do you, how do you eat an elephant?
1: Mm. One bite at a time. At a
2: time. You just got to start somewhere. Amen. That's what I was telling these guys. <laughs> I just started working out again a couple weeks ago. And you just don't try to overdo it when you first start. But my wife did, and I hope she's watching. <laughs> Hi, honey. She worked out so hard that she couldn't move the next day, and she had to call into Brother Joe and say, I can't come to work. <laughs> Love you, honey. That's for calling me fat earlier. No. No. <laughs> So she asked me how I was eating. I was like, oh, pretty good. She's like. So we covered up. We're trying to lose this spot. But anyway. So here comes David. David, people, Christians are looking for their Goliath moment. This big moment, this big event. But David would have never had the confidence to stand in front of Goliath. Had he not killed the lion and killed the bear? That's a lesson for us right there. He was even anointed king, but he wasn't rubbing it in. And he says, your servant, who has killed the lion and the bear, your servant. Well, that's certainly a way we can go higher. When you serve in the house of God, you are exercising your spiritual muscles—that right. That's you should have said "Amen" way louder. Amen. You are exercising your spiritual muscles right. because if we can get to where it becomes a, a, a spiritual muscle, this is the this is how we live. This this is a lifestyle. It's not a moment. That's right. It's how we live. That's
1: how we live. That's right.
2: And so when David came, this hey this this guy this wasn't just about a, a man. A great soldier. This was about the army of God versus the enemy. And he saw that. He knew his covenant with God. And so he stood in behalf of God. He stood in behalf of God's army. And we all we all know the story. And he spoke faith and he cut off that giant's head and paraded him around. Paraded his head around. That's what they did. They prayed, hey, hey, this guy's not so, this wasn't so bad. Look, look at, you know what they did? They got confidence in the rest of the army. Yes. And then they chased them. Yes. Amen. Yes. Amen. Well, God was looking for a man to stand in on behalf of man. He had blessed man. Gave him authority, dominion, filled the earth. The Bible says he couldn't find one. So John 3.16 says that he so loved man that he did what? This is time for the verbal response. He he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever believes believes in him should not but have. So he sent Jesus. And Jesus As you know, the Bible says he endured the cross, despising shame. He was bloody, beaten, bruised. For you, for me. And when he got to the end of the end, he said, what, three words? It is finished. Champions are finishers. We are finishers, and we will finish this race, and we will be the glorious church that God said that he says he's coming back for, the glorious church. What's glorious? A church that is full of the glory of God. What's the glory of God? God's manifested presence, his power, and his goodness. That's us. We're on our way. To be glorious, yes. And we don't know all that happened in those three days in the grave. But we read Colossians chapter 2 in the Passion Translation. And it says he canceled out, verse 14, Passion Translation, Colossians 2. He canceled out every legal violation we had on our record. And the old arrest warrant that stood to indict us. He erased it all. Our sins, our stained soul, he deleted it all, and they cannot be retrieved. Amen. Say amen to this. Amen. Everything we once were in Adam has been placed onto his cross and nailed permanently there as a public display of cancellation.
1: Amen.
2: So Satan is not the one that came up with cancel culture.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Have you heard of this? It was Jesus, except in a good way, where he canceled our debts. Yeah. goes on and says, Jesus made a public spe- spectacle of all the powers and principalities of darkness, stripping away from them every weapon and all their spiritual authority and power to accuse us. And by the power of the cross, Jesus led them around as prisoners in a procession of triumph. Listen, he was not their prisoner They were his. Instead, he made a public spectacle of the enemy, parading him about in victory. And then the power of God hit him. He came out of the grave. He appeared to his disciples and says, all authority has been given to me in heaven and in earth. Go, therefore, and make disciples. And he went on to say in other verses, in my name, They will cast out demons. They will lay hands on the sick. They will recover. They will speak with new tongues. They will drink anything deadly. It shall not harm them. He said freely give or freely uh, give what you've received. So he was given the authority back to man that God had originally given man. To what? Uh, Have authority. Have dominion. Subdue the earth. Fill it. Fill it with what? The presence of the Lord. Let's end here, Philippians chapter (laughs) 3, and verse 13. Brethren, this is the Apostle Paul. I do not count myself to have apprehended. If anyone had apprehended, it was the Apostle Paul. He had attained, he really had attained some things. He says, not that I've attained. In other words, he was always searching for some higher level. Let me come over here again. I seem to have gotten the best response from this side. He was always searching for a higher level. To go higher, you go deeper in the things of God. And so he says... I do not count myself to have apprehended one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind. I can't climb up a mountain if I'm looking back. There's some things in the past that we remember that are testimonies that propel us. We tell those testimonies that what? Builds faith. We overcome Him by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our? Testimony. But then there are other things that are washed in the blood of Jesus and we are white as snow and they're never to be brought up again. And so he's saying, I'm forgetting those things which are behind, I'm pressing. Pressing means to put to flight. And he goes on to say, I'm reaching forward to the things which are ahead. I looked this word up and it's actually the the two words combined And I don't know if you can see this, but this is the word right here. (laughs) Look at that. It's a big, long word. And do you know what that word means? Those two words together mean this. Aptly stretching intensely towards. And it refers to the believer, and it's only used in this this one verse. It refers to the believer straining forward to reach the full impact of the resurrection. Now think about this for a minute. The full impact of the resurrection. Jesus came out of that grave, our champion. And when we receive Jesus, we we use the word born again because that's what he said. You must be born again. When we become born again, we receive Jesus It's amazing that the life, he says, I've come that you may have life and have it more abundantly. The the life of God dwells on the inside of us now. That's an amazing thing. The full impact of the resurrection. So Paul is saying, not that I've attained, I'm not not complete yet, there's, there's more. In the previous scripture in verse 10, he says that I may know him. So this was this life pursuit of his relationship with Jesus. It was a life pursuit. And he said that I may know him. A man that wrote two-thirds of the New Testament wants to know Jesus better. That's
0: right.
2: yeah. A man that wrote two-thirds of the New Testament yeah. wants to go to a higher level with Jesus. He said that I may know him. And then he said, and the power of the resurrection. Everything that Jesus died and rose from the grave for is yours. It's available to you. And when you receive him, he gives you the capacity or the heart of a champion. This capacity to believe for life and joy and peace and prosperity and health. He paid a price for it. But he came out victorious so that we could walk in it. And so we we begin to walk in the Spirit. Walk, and it's a step, and it's another step, and it's another step, and it's a reach forward, and it's a reach forward. It's it's going, it's going. It's a pursuit.
1: Hallelujah.
2: Hallelujah. And so when Jesus said, First, the kingdom of God and his righteousness, all the and God's ways of doing it. I got to understand what God's ways are so that I can walk in God's ways because that's where the blessing is. Because otherwise, you're just natural. But Jesus makes us, gives us the super part so we can be supernatural. And so, that's when we're talking about renewing our minds renew our minds to what this word right here, what this word says. I was running from God. I didn't want to be a preacher. I didn't really like preachers, honestly. And so there was this there was this little struggle I had of who I was. And I remember and I was preaching. And I remember going out, I was getting ready to go out to the prison to do a a service for the man out there. I didn't feel like going out there. I didn't feel like I had anything to give. I I really didn't want to go. I used to be a very, very selfish human. I said, I probably wasn't the most selfish human in the world, but maybe regionally. (laughs) (laughs) But see, that's one of the ways of God is he says, love the Lord God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength and love your neighbor. It's a a way of the kingdom. It's the culture. Love is the culture because God is love. So I stood in front of the mirror and I said, You're a man of God. You're a man of God. Not because I was saying I was a man of God, but because God had called me. It was what he was saying. You're a man of God. You're a man of God. Until I got the <laughs> the confidence to walk out of there. What was I doing? I was appropriating what he said about me. Nikki and I would go through these scriptures. We had... Three categories of scriptures, pages, pages. One of them was for blessing, prosperity, one of them was for healing, and one of them was who I am in Christ Jesus. Yeah. Well, that's one of the things right. foundational things that we need to know who we are. Because if you don't know that you have authority, you don't if you don't know. I'm talking about when I say no, have revelation of the victory that's already been won. And so when these things come against you, you watch how these men of God react and respond. Oh, just wait. God's working. In fact, angels are working on our behalf right now. Angels are working on your behalf right now. Yeah. Say with me. I want to pray this over you. He said Nikki is watching. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> when do I get home? <laughs> oh Father. Lord, thanks for this encouragement today. Lord, I see I see faith rising in the heart of your people. Father, that you've given us the capacity. To believe for everything that you did in this in this coming out of the grave. And your word says that if you aren't risen, then our preaching's in vain, our faith is empty. But you are risen. Yes. Yes. And we give you thanks for it, Father. We give you thanks right now. Our risen Savior. Yes. That you're alive. Yes. And that you're alive in us. Yes. And I'm reminded that in you he made alive who were once dead in trespasses and sin, yes. you are alive in him because he's alive. Yes. And he lives within us. Yes. So Father, we thank you for this today. Thank you. Lord, we thank you that we're going higher. Yes. Lord, we thank you that we're taking steps. Yes. We'll no longer be bound by fear and, and timidity. Yes. If you haven't given us the spirit of timidity, but of love and a sound mind. And Father, we thank you that you've given us the heart of this champion. And we're going to go for it. We're going to go for the highest level attainable. And Father, I say we walk in the greatest favor that we've ever walked in. We walk in the greatest health that we've ever walked in, we walk in the greatest anointing that we've ever walked in. When we go in the marketplace, we carry the presence of God, we fill the marketplace, we fill the restaurant, we fill the community with the presence of God, the light, the light of the glory of the Lord. Arise and shine, saints, for your light has come. Hey! It's our time in the earth. It's our time in the earth. Rise up, church, in the name of Jesus. And be who God called us to be in Jesus' name. And we all said, amen. Hallelujah. Give the Lord praise this morning.
0: Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Uh, Praise Jesus. Well, uh, working out is a good thing. Working out is a good thing. Yeah. I I, I really enjoyed that because, you know, so much of what what we teach here, you know, is is we have to press beyond what the world tells us is available. And I really like, Uh, What you said, you know, many people will listen to their financial advisor, they'll listen to their doctor, they'll listen to the school teacher, they'll listen to their coach, they'll listen to a a mental coach, they'll go for a wellness checkup, but they won't listen to what the pastor says, and they won't come and even hear what the pastor's got to say, never mind, go home and do what the pastor says, and be connected to the church, I'll do it when I want, that's not how you go higher consistency, 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 that's what gets you going higher. Many, many years ago now, I remember having a men's camp and uh, I was in the beginning stages of my cycling and getting fit and all that. You remember that, Pastor Malusi, some of you were here and I spoke to the men and I said, I asked their honesty. I asked them to be honest. I said, what do you think I need to do to actually do better in cycling? And they all, with one voice, said, you've got to be more consistent. consistent. Yes. You know, yeah. I said, oh, you men are telling me I've got to be more. Yes, Pastor John, you've got to be more consistent yes. <laughs> in your cycling. I said, okay, then I'm going to be more consistent. And the rest is history. Yes.
1: Yeah, that's, right. that's yeah. right.
0: The rest is history because I determined to be more consistent because they gave me the advice I needed. So what good is advice, teaching, counsel, if you don't do it? We receive the message today, don't we? We receive the word of the Lord today. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Say this with me. We receive it. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Let's
3: pray. Father, we thank you for your message and your word that comes to us today. It comes to me as much as it comes to everybody else, Father, even as I'm bringing it, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Our hearts are prepared. Our hearts are opened. Glory. This is the more for us now that you have. All these streams of revelation that flow together in our lives. Lord, just making us who you have created us to be. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Holy Spirit, that you will have your way, you will have your say, and you will have full sway. In Jesus' name, amen. So it's time to go to the maximum, the highest level attainable. And um, I've got kind of a key scripture here that came to me from that inspired utterance at our pre-meeting on last week on Friday night, is just resounding in my spirit from the Passion Translation 1 Corinthians 1, I know many of you are in that verse as well. Since Friday night, inspired utterance that we had and prophetic utterance that came out of Pastor John for this, what God was gonna do with us, in us, and among us at this time. So it says here, I'm always thanking my God for you because he has given you such free and open access to his grace through your union with Jesus the Messiah. In him, I'm going to make it for us, right? In him, we have been made extravagantly rich in every way. We've been endowed with the wealth of inspired, utterance. Glory to God and the riches that come from our intimate knowledge of Him. For the reality of the truth of Christ is seen among us and strengthened through our experience of Him. It's a current happening verse, current happening. I had a happening of this verse in me in the message that Brother Eric brought was happening in me, the access of this free grace, the access to his grace through my union with Jesus as I'm listening to a message. And as, as the speaker is endowed with a wealth of inspired utterance and the riches that comes from his intimate knowledge of him, and the reality of the truth of Christ is seen among us. As we sit and we listen, even as you are now, the the reality of the truth of Christ is manifesting among us. The Lord never, never runs out of inspired utterances. He will speak to you as much as you will hear him and everything that he says to you is spirit and life. Glory to God, inspired utterance. And the riches that come from our intimate. The reality of the truth of Christ is seen among us and strengthened through our experience of Him. Oh, we are all being strengthened through our experience of Him, even as we're experiencing Him right now. Glory to God. So now, we aren't lacking any spiritual gift. As we eagerly await the unveiling of the Lord Jesus, the anointed one. So what's happening to us in context of this time with God, we are experiencing degrees of glory of the unveiling of Jesus Christ. There was an unveiling of Jesus Christ for me in the messages that Brother John and uh, that Pastor John and Brother Joe brought, and then what Brother Jerry brought, and then there's an un- further unveiling of the Lord Jesus Christ through the inspired utterance of this great grace to which we all have free access, and we are strengthened. And Christ is seen among us and made manifest among us. Glory to God. Very personal, very public, and very powerful. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. And so we are eagerly awaiting even the further unveiling of the Lord Jesus, the anointed one. He's the one that's keeping us steady and strong. And God is forever faithful, verse 9, and can be trusted to do this in us. For he has invited us to co share in this conference. He has invited us to co share. We are all co sharing in everything that God is doing, in the way his spirit will be flowing, in the way his messages will be flowing to us. You all qualify because of the blood of Jesus to co share. So take your share. Take your share hallelujah enter in enter in Amen. enter into him enter into his words enter into the flow of the Holy Spirit as he moves glory to God hallelujah so that's a key scripture so what I'm going to be sharing with you this morning isn't something that's not new to you it might be new to people that are not part of Heritage of Faith and you're visiting here, but it will benefit you. It will help you if you have ears to hear. It will help you. It will take you to a new place in God. Yes. And um, it's something that the Lord taught Pastor John and I a long time ago. Uh, Kenneth Hagin had a visitation from the Lord. I've had to recover this book. It was, he had a visitation in 1987 of July And um, the Lord Jesus visited him with a message of plans, purposes, and pursuits. And in a nutshell, what Jesus was saying to him, that if only, and he was speaking to pastors, but it is for all of us, if only my people would find my plan in their churches and not copy each other and do and see what is that church doing? What is they doing? And we'll do what that church is doing because it seems to be working for them. The Lord Jesus said to him, if only the, they will find my plan for their church, because my plan is already blessed. If they make their own plans, I can only bless them so far. A,
1: exactly.
3: Hallelujah. Oh, yeah. And so... Um, that has held us steady unless the Lord built the house. Because many people, many pastors and many spiritual leaders can build. But unless the Lord builds the house, we labor in vain who build it. So it may go up with the plans of man and it may look grand. But unless it glorifies Jesus, unless it glorifies Jesus, and that was one of the things that Brother Jerry said to Pastor John in 2014, he said this. He said this to Pastor John. And I know um, um, you, a lot of you know this already, but God wants this out again. He says here um, in 2014, the door opened. And it started in 2014, and we're in it. It's going to get com- com- momentum, but God's got to have a people he can use in this. Then he said this. It's not about how big your church or ministry is. It's not about how big your church or your ministry is. It's about how much I am glorified. Brother Jerry said to us, that's what Jesus said to him. That's the bottom line. How much is God being glorified? How is God glorified in a church? Because of the obediences, the obedience like brother eric was saying he brother jerry gets the message from the lord to bring and so that's been that is just the pattern that happens here pastor john gets the message from the lord to bring here we hear what the spirit of god is saying to this church we are wanting to know what the lord is saying to this church We have no business wanting to know what the Lord is saying to other local churches. We have no business. Every local ecclesia has their own redemptive calling. Their spiritual leader needs to be seeking the Lord for God's messages, for the plans and purposes that God has for that local church. And that comes directly to us from what the Lord said, inspired utterance through Kenneth E. Hagan. You want to know what God is doing in the church today? He's building strong local churches. He's building strong local churches and teaching them to flow with his Holy Spirit. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So as I have taught you, we are not a people that is all over the place surfing the web for prophecies to see what is God doing here and saying there and saying over here, because that's the way he taught and trained Pastor John and I. When we were planted in our local church at Ramah for 20 years, the Lord said, you listen to your pastor. He's been seeking me all week for the message. You listen to what he says. I'm speaking through him to you. I'm not speaking through other pastors to you. And then you feed on that the whole week. And that is the way you feed here, don't you? Glory to God. Hallelujah. We will be feeding on all the messages that Brother Jerry brings, as we did when he came here the last time. We will be feeding on Brother Jerry's message. We will be feeding on Brother Joe's message. We will be feeding off this message because we have a transcribing team All the messages are transcribed. We all get them, we print them, we highlight them. We have message moments on a Sunday afternoon and we share what God has been saying to us during the week from what Spirit of God is saying to this church, right? That is our way. It's the way of the Word and it's the way of the Lord and it's seen very clearly in the book of Revelation. Jesus writes to different churches different things, the church at Smyrna, the sh- church at Laodicea, the church at Thyatira, and at the end of every message that he writes to the church, let those that have ear to hear hear what the Spirit of God is saying to your church. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory, to Glory to God. Glory to God. And as you've heard me say before, I used to have people in our church come to me and say, have you heard this tape? Have you listened to this? Have you read this book? Have you listened to so-and-so? And I would I would. I would say, no, 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 and they'd make me feel as if I'm missing something, as if I'm missing something, you know? I was so busy in what God had brought to me on the Sunday. I was so busy. I was so listening and hanging on to God's every word. Then I found out afterwards that they weren't doing that at all. They were listening to everybody else everywhere else. We have to have the ways of God here. We have to have the ways of God here. So, sure, it's not about how big your church or ministry is. It's about how much I'm glorified. And that's not the case today. Going back to Brother Jerry, it's not about how big your church is. In many cases, the biggest churches are not glorifying God. Their music has become nothing more than entertainment, and their preaching is becoming nothing more than motivational speeches. As long as I'm on this planet, don't let me miss one move. Whatever I have to do, I don't want to miss a move. And so I veered a little bit off there of what I was going to, but I'll go back to it. Thank you, Lord. Glory, plans, purposes, and pursuits. So we're talking about God's plans. So this is God's plan. Be being filled speaking. It's God's plan for us to be being filled speaking. My plan under under the new covenant, Jesus said, is for every believer to be filled with my spirit. Ephesians 5, 18, and be not drunk with wine wherein is excess, but be filled with the Spirit Don't be drunk on wine. Be drunk on the Spirit. Have you ever been drunk on the Spirit? You can be so filled with the Spirit that you stagger around like a drunk man. Be filled with the Spirit. Right. So, Let's go to Ephesians 5.18 again. And be not drunk with wine wherein is excess, but be filled with the Spirit speaking. Be filled speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs and singing and making melody in your hearts to the Lord. Be filled speaking. They had already been filled speaking. But here the Apostle Paul is telling them to be being filled with the Spirit, speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Now, this is a very important point. In writing... To the Ephesian Christians who had already been filled initially with the Holy Spirit. Paul exhorted them again in Ephesians to be filled with the Spirit. The Greek scholars tell us that the literal translation of Ephesians 5:18 is be filled, be being filled with the Spirit. Be being filled with the Spirit. This consistency again, be being filled with the Spirit. Paul was encouraging these Ephesians to continue speaking with tongues in order to stay filled up with the Holy Spirit. They needed a constant, there's that word constant, they needed a constant infilling of the Spirit, a continual experience of being filled with the Spirit and speaking forth in supernatural inspired utterance in order to stay filled with the Spirit. And the mistake we make in the Western world of reading that verse is we think that they had hymn books. They had psalms and hymn books. They didn't even have printing presses in those days. They had no hymn books. So so with this verse, these two verses here... Paul is writing to the whole church at Ephesus. So these verses were not written to music, ministry, musicians, and singers. These verses were written to the whole church at Ephesus. Be being filled with the Spirit, speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns. and sp- That's one of the ways in which we are filled with the Spirit, speaking to ourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Under the new covenant, it's God's plan that we maintain a continual infilling and and maintain our walk in the spirit as through speaking divinely inspired utterances to the Lord. This is one form of New Testament worship. These divinely inspired utterances can have several different means of expression. Right, let me see here. So a psalm, we have to speak to ourselves. This is something we are to do in our own personal private life in communion with God. This is something we're to do in our own personal life, in our private communion with God. I tell you, when I first heard this, when I first got taught this, that, uh, that was probably, what, about 40, 40 years ago, John? This is just something that I have experienced with the Lord that keeps me filled with the Spirit because it's a way of God. Praying in the Spirit, yes. Being in the Word with the Spirit and love, yes. But speaking to myself in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing. Here's another verse, Colossians, another scripture. Colossians 3.16. Let the Word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another Here's the public now, right? There's to yourselves, and here's teaching and admonishing one another in Psalms. It's the King James. In Psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, and singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. Singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. That's our key scripture here. He has given us such free and open access to His grace. Uh, we are to access his grace, his can-do. His can-do, that's what his grace is. It's his can-do. I can do. I can speak to myself in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, and I can sing with grace in my heart to the Lord. So if you, want to, if you can see here, there's speaking in, in Ephesians, speaking and singing, speaking and singing. Speaking and singing. Glory. So a psalm is a spiritual poem or an ode. It may rhyme or it may not. However, there is an element of poetry about it. It may be sung or just spoken. So many times God will give you a psalm in your private prayer life just for your own benefit. On the other hand, a hymn is a song of praise and worship addressed and directed toward God, which is public. A spiritual song is a song that brings forth the revelation of the word. That's why we let the word of Christ dwell in us richly, so that we can sing and have spiritual songs from the word of God that dwells in us richly. So it it says here, many have read Ephesians 5.19 and Colossians and try to interpret these scriptures in the light of our Western culture. They have thought this meant singing out of a songbook. It couldn't have been that. They didn't even have printing presses. Psalms and hymns and spiritual songs are given by the Holy Spirit and they're hot off the wire. They're hot off the wire. I'm just going to read you one. One, I have brought some of mine. I'm going to tap it all this year. This was probably about 30 years ago. Maybe it's that old, but it's still ministers to me. For my private benefit, I'm going to tap it all this year. After all, it is on tap for me, especially the joy. I'm going to tap it. I will let it break out of me because it is my strength for everything. It is directly linked to my expectation, my faith, and my believing. So for sure, for sure, I will tap it. I will tap it with my mouth. It will saturate every part of me. It will keep me free continually. Joy, 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 my most precious commodity. I know sometimes it may seem like an oddity, but it is real and it is true that blue, you can do nothing fresh and new because you can't see. Being sad, things will remain bad, but joy, the joy of the Lord, his very own joy. Oh boy, there's nothing like it. It is unspeakable and full, full, full of glory and it will rewrite my entire story. So I'm not to worry at all, at all when joy is my portion. So I'm gonna tap, 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 tap my feet to the rhythm of the beat, to the rhythm and the sound of joy, and I'll give voice to it. After all, it's mine. His joy is mine. He has given it to me. I'll tap it till I'm full, 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 and then nothing at all can get to me because really, really, this force of joy brings victory. Oh, hallelujah, glory you see how this ministers to you? This ministers to you, speaking to one another. I'm speaking to you in a psalm. Glory, it's one of our ways of getting full together. Speaking in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs can be done in public assembly too, if opportunity is given. So, opportunity is given here this morning. I'm looking here at some people just to let the Spirit start to stir you. I'm going to show you how this happens. I'm going to just show you how it happens. It's faith. You have to stir up the gift, you have to stir up the gift. The benefits of speaking to ourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs are great. It enables us to have true communion with God and worship Him in spirit and truth. It also edifies us spiritually. We stay encouraged and built up in the Lord. It's a means of keeping us separated from the world. It causes us to be conscious of His indwelling presence. And if we're conscious that He's living in us, it affects the way we live. I don't know how to do that, I've never done it before. How can I enter? into that kind of walk in the Spirit. We're speaking about a higher level, reaching for more. You reaching for more. It's available. It's so available. Glory to God. Why would we neglect not tapping and walking and operating in these scriptures? Not, why would we not be filled, be being filled, speaking? Stir up the gift. Many believers have been filled with the Holy Spirit and have spoken in other tongues, yet they've never spoken in tongues again since their initial infilling. They were once filled, but they've not maintained a fresh experience with God. They haven't obeyed be being filled with the Spirit. All you need to do is expect Him to give you utterance. Just expect Him to give you utterance and then yield to Him. In other words, stir up the gift that is in you, 2 Timothy 1.6. Stir up the gift of God that is in you. you. You are able to do this. Speak to yourselves. You can stir up the gift yourself within your own spirit by praying in other tongues. I've said that before. Then you can begin to speak to yourself in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs again, and make mel- singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. That's how you enter into New Testament worship. New Testament worship. I want to flow with God's plan, not my own. This is God's plan. This is God's plan. It takes faith to speak in songs. It takes faith. The whole Christian life is a faith walk, for without faith it's impossible to please Him. If he gave you the whole psalm at once, you'd be walking by sight, and you couldn't please him. He says here, that's how it happens to me too, to help those who have never spoken in psalms, I will try to explain how psalms come to me. I feel or sense a psalm as it comes up out of my spirit, out of the inside of me. Usually I just get the title, or just a few words, the first word or two comes. The first word or two comes. I'm just going to read you another one. The new door. Yes, I'll go through, hand in hand with you. My eyes will hear, my, my ears will hear, my eyes will see everything you have for me. I'm walking through rejoicing, believing and receiving things I've never seen. Spaces I've never been, people I've never met, stuff I've never done yet, all glory to the sun, words I've not yet heard, my heart so stirred and burning within, yes, I enter in, hallelujah, through the new door, the light more bright, much more of me you will see, this is prophecy, the Lord speaking to me now in psalm. Through the new door, the light more bright, much of me you will see. Things way more clear, me so much more near. A release of spirit life divine. Lay your all on the line. Much brighter through this door. Expect every revelation on a new devil level. It will defeat every devil. Uninterrupted, unlimited, your authority. It's my time in history. Glory to God. Woo! Yeah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So, you have to start off by faith. You start off by faith because you trust that you're getting something. You feel an unction that's just a step up from your usual utterance and speaking to God, right? So, it takes faith. I get, okay, Out of the inside of me, usually I just get the title, although sometimes the first word or two comes. Beyond that, I do not know what I'm going to say. And if I'm in a public assembly and the unction is not there, then I'm lost. So you see, you wait for the unction. Right? You have unction yet, Angie? Good. Glory. Hallelujah. Unction, 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 unction. Yeah, you see, you, we know the unction. We've been taught about the unction. It's the wonderful Holy Spirit who just starts pounding your heart, and you just have to get up by faith. Do something you've never done before. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So, come, Angie. She's speaking to us. This is her fragrance, remember? That's how I've, we've, Pastor John's been preparing us for this. It's a fragrance. Glory to God. We receive.
4: Your great love for us, God. It's your great love for us that's bringing these words to us to set us free and take us higher than we've ever been before. It's your great love for us, God. It's your great love for us, God setting us free and bringing us to great victory the maximum the highest the highest and the best your glory is living we've seen nothing yet oh it's the highest the highest the highest you have your glory is seen through us god it's your love for us your great love for us. We receive your love, God. We receive your love. We live your love, your words of love and truth to us. Your words of life, your words of love. We take it all, God. We take it all, Lord. We take it all, we take it all. We hear your call to go higher, to go higher with you, God. We say yes, we say yes, God. You've given us your best and we say yes, we say yes, Lord, we say yes. And you're gonna get us there, Lord. You're showing us how, you're showing us how through your words of life, Your words of life, Lord. We thank you, God. We thank you, God. We thank you, God.
5: We thank you. Thank you, Angie.
3: You see, that was a spiritual song. That was a spiritual song. Whoo. Wow. A spiritual song trying to see with that definition. of spiritual song is a song that brings forth the revelation of the word that the Holy Spirit has given you. She was bringing, singing forth the revelation of the word that the Holy Spirit has given her because the word is dwelling in her richly. Glory to God. Come, now Very personal. Very public.
1: Very powerful.
6: Lord, your power in our veins as we hold on to the reins, keeping us on course, Lord. The glory is yours. The power is there to get us all the way. As we stay, we stay, we stay the course, Lord. We thank you for your love that brings us closer, deeper, higher into you, Father. As the maximum we reach, all with you. So close. We breach now, Lord. We thank you for your love, Lord. We thank you for your love as it keeps us strong and strengthens us high above. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus.
3: Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
7: Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Is being full speaking? As she stands here, she's being full speaking. I'm being full as she's speaking. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory You've got to, glory.
5: to you learn to tap. To tap. Glory. Thank you very much, MP. Ooh. Hallelujah. Glory. Hallelujah. Thank you. Glory. Glory to God. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. praise you, Lord. Glory, Hallelujah. praise
7: you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. praise you, praise, praise you. Jesus. you. Praise you Jesus. Oh,
3: thank you for stepping out and being bold. Lord, thank you, Sunel. Just go and sit and just be being filled all the time. We don't mind taking you to your car. Hallelujah. Glory,
8: glory, glory, glory. Glory,
5: hm, 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 come, yeah.
3: Hallelujah, are they both on? Thank you.
5: <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh,
9: Lord, Oh, no none on earth, they are. Oh thank you, Lord. Oh thank you, Father. Yes. Oh you are glorious. Your wonderful name is magnificent, Lord. Oh Lord, you are King. You are holy, holy King. And we worship you like your King. Out of the reverence of our hearts. Out of the honor in our hearts. Thank you, Father, you're magnificent and full of glories. Thank you, Father. Oh, you're the Lord of glory, Lord. You're the Lord of glory, Lord. And thank you, Lord, that nothing can come between us. Nothing can hinder us. Nothing can come between us. Thank you, Lord, that your light shines to me shines on me from your radiant face. And nothing comes in between us. Nothing comes in between. Your radiant face shines upon me, Lord. Your radiant face shines upon me, Father. You are magnificent. You are wonderful. You are glorious. (laughs)
1: <laughs>
9: Let
7: it bubble up out of your belly, yes. come on. The loft is in me. <laughs>
3: Is Nika being full speaking? Yes. Yes. Speaking, singing. Is he being full? Yes, he is.
5: Is it wonderful? Yes. It's yes. wonderful. Yes. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Nika, if you can, go sit and just be being full.
3: Just continue to be being full. Who has an unction? Unction? Hmm? Unction? Mia, Unction? If, if you don't have one, that's fine. Un- but we go with the unction. Daniel, unction. Come, Daniel. Oh, yeah. Praise
7: to His name.
3: Glory, yes. And so the fragrance continues and the perfume of the lives of these ones continue. And we, we, we just take it in, just yes. like the Father is, Amen. into His nostrils to man, how about you? Yes. God, yeah,
7: Danielle. <laughs> yes, sure. <laughs> we're stepping up. We're stepping into. As you, are, I, I bring my life to yes. the maximum. We're reaching for. Oh, we're going all. <laughs> it's all in. It's all there. God. Yo, we're getting ready. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) You've got it all for us. And we're stepping up. Stepping into. We're going into. All that you have for us. It's glorious. It's your glory. We can see it. We can reach it. We can feel it. God, you've got it. Oh, we're going... We're stepping up we're stepping into the maximum we reach into you've got it for us we all going in now <laughs> we're all going up there come with me come with me we're going all the way jesus all the way we're going you've got the greater for us we're reaching for it now <laughs> we're not staying here We don't know how, but you do, Lord. We're following you. We keep our eyes on you. You're taking us all the way. All of us, we're going in. All of, all of us were stepping in. in. We're stepping. All of us were going in. We all bring our us. everything. We bring, we bring, bring everything. our everything, Lord. Yeah. We're yeah. reaching out. We're going in. <laughs> we leave it all behind. <laughs> we don't look back. We only look forward to you, God. We go to you. We go there, what you have for us. <laughs> oh.
5: <laughs> Jesus. Oh, oh. yes.
3: Finish, finish,
7: finish! Oh Jesus! Oh yes, Lord!
1: Yes, Lord! Yes, Lord!
7: Yes, Lord! Yes, Lord!
1: Yes, Lord! Yes,
7: Lord! Yes, Lord! Yes, Lord! Yes, God. Yes, your truth that we tap into. It's your truth we're walking out, it's your truth we keep our eyes on, God, it's your truth, it's your life, it's your life, it's your light. We walk out, we step out in faith, we step out in faith for everything you've got for us. Oh God, oh God, oh God, you've got it all for us. We keep our eyes on you, we're reaching out, it's new brand new, we're doing things we haven't done before we're going to places we haven't been before, all of us we're stepping into Come with me, we're going into we're going into, we're flying higher than ever before we're taking that step, we are bold we are going right there (laughs) we are going right there, what you've got for us Father? right there right there, Jesus Jesus right there Oh, thank you, thank you,
5: Danielle. Praise God.
3: You got an unction, Jess. Yeah. She's so filled with the Holy Spirit. This the Spirit of God is flowing through her whole body. I feel the electric current of the Holy Spirit as I'm hip to hip here with her. Wow. Praise God. Sheesh, the Holy Spirit filled with His Spirit. Glory. Oh, hallelujah. 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 Yeah. Sure, Daniel. Be being filled. Be being filled all day long. Being felt all day long. Just indicate to me if you have an unction. Yes, Maddie, I see the unction all over you. Come, Maddie, you just have to step up, step out. Yes, glory.
5: Me a few words. Yes, he's given you a few words. Yes. <laughs> yes.
3: You want to put your book down
1: here?
3: Yes. Sure.
1: <laughs> no. No, this is amazing. Yes.
3: Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the
1: Lord.
5: I am. Yes, you You burn up my tears. <laughs> I take no fears. I take no case. But you will not just stop there, Lord. Into ashes they fall. Into fertile soil, your spirit rain comes. Lord. Your beauty comes forth in you, Lord. A supernatural harvest. All the calves are dying. All the idols in our lives. Lord. To you we fall. To you we bring our offerings. Your spirit train comes. Your love comes. We're on the straight. Straight through the ceiling. A beautiful harvest. A beautiful Remains, your fragrance remains. As you burn apart tears, your fragrance remains. Your beauty comes forth like a lightning force. Created in us. Your love. It's in our lungs, it's in our tongues. So much more, so much more you will outpour, so much more you will outpour, more and more, more and more. All the past all. But your word has swore, Lord. Your Lord. Your word has sworn. Your word has yes. promised these things to us, Lord. Yes. We take them by faith. Yes. We step up, we step into all you have for us. Lord. Yes. Your maximum yes. level, O Lord. Yes. Your maximum level, O Lord. Yes. Your maximum. Your maximum. Your maximum. It's your time. Yes. It's your time. Yes. Lime. Yes! <laughs> yes! <laughs> yes!
7: To the top we climb! To the top we climb! Yes! 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 Thank you, yes.
5: Lord. <laughs> Thank you, Thank you, Jesus.
3: Is Maddie being full of speaking? Yes. I'm being full, of Maddie speaking. Yes. Yes. Hey, are you being full with Maddie speaking? Yes. Yes. Whoa! Glory. Okay, are you
5: fine? <laughs> <laughs> I
3: see. Unction. Mia, come, Mia. Here we go, Mia.
10: Yeah. Oh Lord, I'm stepping up and I'm stepping into to have a time of intimate fellowship with you, Lord. Yes. Jesus, I- It's a time with the glorious sun to meet, Lord, to you my gift I will bring out of the abundance of my heart Will I sing to you, Lord, I will sing to my King I will sing to my King and my gift I will bring And I will worship at your feet, Lord, it is you that I will meet, Lord And I come to you to rejoice because Jesus, you are my Lord and my choice And I come to give you the praise of my lips and I come to give you the worship of my heart and I come to worship only you that is my part Lord that is my part to give you my heart not to the gods of this world not to the idols of this day but I come to you Lord to your ways. I come in this consistency, oh Lord, this legacy. I come to you, Abba Father, that's a cry of my heart. I come to my Abba Father and i rejoice in you lord and i rejoice in you lord and i praise your holy name out of the abundance of my heart do i sing to you this day i come lord it's a brand new way of living in you lord of loving you lord of running with you i praise i push oh lord i strain. i'm hopping onto this glorious train (laughs) (laughs) Lord. i rejoice in you lord i praise you lord I praise you, Lord. It's breakthroughs new. It's breakthroughs new. Breakthroughs with you, Lord. The highest and maximum, Lord, your base. That's where I go and that's my praise. Praise, Lord. Oh, praise, praise you. Me, Lord. Praise,
3: praise you. Praise you. Praise you. Praise you. Glory, glory to
5: you. Hallelujah. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Glory. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Hallelujah. (laughs)
1: Hallelujah.
3: (laughs) 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 It's a foolishness to the natural mind. But this is spirit life. To the spirit Amen. To the spiritual man Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. hallelujah Glory Glory hallelujah. Hallelujah. hallelujah hallelujah! Oh hallelujah Oh hallelujah I'm going to ask one more person if you have an unction And then we're done Zanu do you have an unction Not Okay I just saw your beautiful face Glory, glory to God. Praise his holy name. Thank you, Mia. Sure. Well, Father, we thank you for activation, demonstration of one of your most marvelous ways to be filled with your Spirit speaking. Speaking to ourselves. Speaking to one another Psalms and hymns And spiritual songs And singing And making melody With grace in our hearts Singing With grace in our hearts Hmm? Pastor Christy Come Hallelujah Yeah Yeah
8: this is what we say today. Lord, we tap, tap, tap. We step, step, step. We all reach, 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 Lord, for your highest and your best. We worship you, Lord. Today, our glory we bring to our great King. We come to sing, we come to say, Lord, like never before. We love you, Lord. Your highest and your best. You keep, keep, keep bringing us your best. Oh, to you be all the glory, our love, Lord. And today again, we step, step, step into and up your very best. We love you, Lord. Oh, we love you, Lord. Hallelujah. This is what we say. Oh, this is what this we is say. What we
1: bring.
3: This Hallelujah. is what we bring. All of us. Oh, all of us. All of us. We sing, all of us. We, sing. Yes. we bring, we sing. To, we our bring. to our, our King. King, our faithful
8: King. Hallelujah.
3: Thank you for thank that you. beautiful fragrance, Pastor Christi, Hallelujah. So, Lord, thank you that this fragrance remains on us like some fragrances can because they have oil in them and these fragrances have oil in them so long can they remain even to the taking care of much pain these fragrances that linger long and remain like ointment forth upon us all day long and we'll be strong. Come this afternoon and come tonight. And rise up and be even more bright. Rise and shine. We will. Amen. Amen. Bless you all. Have a wonderful lunch and we'll see you as per the program. Mm-hmm.